Welcome, Soul Tribe, to Deep Soul Awakenings with your hosts, Chastity Ryan and Millie Franco. Get ready to shed some light on the unspoken aspects of spiritual and healing journeys. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode. We are back at it again for part two of our podcast special with our very special guest. I just want to say very quickly to those that are new to the podcast, welcome to the tribe. For everyone else that has been supporting, sharing, doing all that good stuff, we appreciate y'all as always. And just say a quickly uh, happy Galentine's Day. It's Galentine's Day, which I always thought I didn't was know it was a thing. <laughs> totally <laughs> didn't know that either. I thought it was literally the same day as Valentine's Day. But I think that the premise of it is kind of coincides with our topic for today. It's about uh, loving of the self and celebrating yourself from the divine feminine perspective, which is kind of what we're going to be talking about today and other stuff. But uh, yeah. I'll leave that to you, Millie. Yes, all the things. Um, also, guys, do not feel bad if you do not. I did not know there was a Galentine's Day on the 13th and was very confused by everybody wishing each other like a happy Galentine's Day. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm not I'm like, I'm not hip with the times. I must be getting old. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Um, so bad if you're like me, it's all good, guys. <laughs> But I am very excited, as you guys know, we have my mentor here again, Miguel Gonzalez. Um, I mean, I I feel like I don't even have to, like, say anything because you guys already saw from the last episode that he's amazing. So without further ado, today we are going to be talking about Tantra. Definitely Ooh. right in time for Valentine's Day. So we wanted to start off, Miguel, with two questions. So what is Tantra and how did you end up going down that path in your journey? Ooh, um, what is Tantra? Um, to break it down, to make to simplify that, I will say that it is um, a spiritual sacred energy exchange. Um, and of course, Tantra is so, it's so... Um, diverse because there is a solo tantra this is the tantra that you practice with yourself kind of like perfect for Ga galentine's day whatever mm -hmm. it's called. galentine's day <laughs> because yes. you know that's that's when you know you practice by yourself you know for yourself um with your energy centers and how to breathe and how to uh channel that energy that kundalini energy up your chakra system, up your spine, so that way you can have longer sustained orgasms, basically. Um, and then there is the tantra that you practice with someone else. And that's when you, you know, you have someone that is conscious, obviously, um, of who they are themselves. And that's what's going, it's like a battery system. You take the positive and the negative and, and you circulate the energy between both bodies. So there's breath work involved. There's uh, intention involved. And it's uh, very similar uh, to what I mentioned in the last episode. It's a ritual. It's a ceremony. It's something that 
you take very seriously. And um, yeah, I would just say that it is a, a spiritual sacred energy exchange as opposed to, you know, what we know as just energy exchange. And um, how I got uh, hit to it, how I got involved in it is basically just me wanting to learn more about myself and my energy and my power, my own sexual energy and power, because um, we are sexual beings. We have, we we are all sexual beings. None of us did not get here without that component (laughs) taking place. Right. As much as we don't like to think of our parents in that way, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) It had to go down. That's how we got here. (laughs) That is, um, that's the most powerful energy to work with um, on the planet. That is the power of creation, right? That is how we bring a whole other person into this realm. And so there's a lot of uh, uses for this energy and this power, not just for creating uh, life with other beings and making little people, (laughs) but also to create um, ideas and birth ideas and birth um, thoughts and bring them into manifestation. So like your business is, 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 is a form of that, right? Yes. Inventions, innovations are forms of creation and are, um, they come from that same energetic. So that's, that's, that's one of the many facets of Tantra. So full disclosure, guys, uh, Miguel and Chas are very well versed. I am the newbie, so I shall be bringing the newbie perspective with the questions, <laughs> um, <laughs> even though I'm supposed to be... Um, more versed than what I am, but I will be eventually. So my question is, um, how is Tantra different from what people would consider like sex magic? I w- oh my gosh, get out of my head because I was totally, <laughs> oh my God, we're like, do, 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 because I was literally like going to go in about that. So we were like literally on the same oh, wavelength I mean, that's with that. Aquarian vibes, girl. <laughs> wow. That's a good, that's um, actually a good question. Yes, that's a really yes. good question. What's the difference between spiritual sex and um, what we call normal sex? Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, I'll talk about normal sex for a moment because there's like two versions of it, right? There is the element of being promiscuous and... Um, the element of being celibate, right? You have people that are promiscuous and um, what that really is, um, is a lack of consciousness and a lack of refined judgment and intention when it comes to using your sexual energy and your sexual power. And oftentimes what that does, it just depletes your source of energy, your, your, your life force energy that you use to create. Right. And of course we have, um, the porn industry that is just so popular across the whole world. It's like a trend, right? Because of the magnetic force that is sex is something that is very, very powerful, you know, um, 
And I, I will say that it is like a form of energy leakage. Regular sex, you're usually just ejaculating. You're just uh, releasing lots of life, precious life force energy. And you don't, you don't get that back, right? You just have to go ahead and rejuvenate all over again and fill yourself back up. And usually you're just left, I mean, totally relaxed. I will say that. I'm not going to say that it's all bad because, of course, it has it has its benefits, right? You get to um, uh, satisfy, you know, your desires. There is a, a measure of satisfaction when it comes to releasing this energy that builds up. Right. And... And then, then you have the aspect of sex that is not having sex, being celibate. <laughs> and that is uh, basically you just holding and storing this energy and building it up, but not doing anything with it. And so that's a form of energy blockage because energy is, is, is you can't get rid of it. You either have to use it, move it, or, you know, just use it up, deplete it, or you store it up. And in the body, what happens is that when you release so much of this energy, you lack energy to do things like being creative, being energized, being motivated. You know, you just, uh, you lose your sense of joy. I mean, let's be honest here, right? After a passionate night of energy exchange, you don't have energy left. <laughs> no, you're completely you're just, depleted. Like, yeah. you're, yeah. you're, ain't left. <laughs> there's nothing left, right? So you, you're you're knocked out. You're out for the count. But you know, people don't understand the 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 severity of this, right? Because this is, although there is benefits to it, because like I said, you get to to you get to to experience measures of satisfaction but what that does is that it hinders your ascension process yeah because it's this for is a moment the, it's, it's is, satisfaction for a moment yeah, it's yeah that continuous. moment is going to cost you over mm-hmm. and over and over and over oh, because yeah. your creative life force energy is there that's what you use to invent that's what you use to manifest because that energy through breath work you can bring it up each chakra each chakra and you can feel much longer sustained orgasms you know uh bodily orgasms and spiritual orgasms that that can last for hours at a time now you can imagine a sustained orgasm for hours where you're learning to control this flow of energy now that is usually just targeted in the lower region of your body. But when you start to begin to practice, because it takes practice to bring this energy up, now you're feeling like, much more pleasure because it's a lot longer and you're able to use this energy now to heal your body. Oh yeah. 
because this is the life force energy that you, I mean, we've heard the song called sexual healing before. Yes. Classic. A connection I did not make until just He knew now. the deal. Mar- <laughs> Marvin Gaye knew what was up. Okay. He this knew. Is, there's truth in this. There's, there is very, there's a lot of truth in this, you know, and there's really nothing new under the sun. Because, you know, when it comes to health and sexuality, the, our ancestors and the ancients, they had this knowledge and this wisdom down packed, yeah. you know. Um, and so it's, it's now beginning to become a topic of discussion. We're having this dialogue now, which is basically what I wanted to do with this episode is just bring this to the awareness of men and women. It's because so today, important. It's yeah, so important. Today, it's rare as far as a practice. You know, I can say that it's actually in its early stages of resurrection. And so the idea behind um, spiritual sacred energy exchange is to have what they call semen retention. And this is how you harness your life force energy for creating for creating, for creation as well. And so I wanted to touch on the on the being promiscuous aspect of it and the celibate aspect of it, because these are both, um, although they may have their benefits because they bring joy for an uh, amount of time, they actually hinder you from truly activating your first eye mm-hmm. and allowing that kundalini, kundalini energy to yeah. activate dormant parts of your brain. Yeah, it's basically extremes. You know, yes, going it's the polarities. Yeah, it's the it's the extreme polarities of both. And I just want to say, Miguel, thank you so much for really touching on the root of what it is, because a lot of people when they think of Tantra, they essentially think of the Kama Sutra, right? And the book of positions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they the the real true essence and root of intimacy is where the uh-huh. where you find tantra and intimacy starts starts with the self absolutely you know and i know when i uh i actually did a, a sacred sexuality uh workshop last year and like most of the most of the ladies and gentlemen that participated all pretty much had the same sort of hang-ups with connecting with themselves on a sexual level Mm-hmm. So that was like the biggest hurdle. Like they just, when they came in, they, they had a partner that they wanted to experiment with and connect with them on a soul level. But most of them never started with themselves. Listen, so- that's a big <laughs> deal. That's a big, big, time. big deal right there. Because if, if you don't know yourself, then you don't know who you're with. Right. Because yeah. you don't have certain standards and boundaries set in place you know um and which brings me to basically why you have to watch out who you are sleeping with and who are you having this sacred energy exchange with because Mm -hmm. it's not just sex with with you know with those parts nope right tantra and you know involves you know intimacy it involves you taking your time and moving the energy and building the energy flow up 
and it's and they call it sexual healing for a reason because it's medicine Mm -hmm. it's sacred medicine when you come together with someone like that because you're exchanging their entire ancestry is being downloaded into your being it's not just um liquids it's your entire ancestry being downloaded into you from this other person and vice versa. So if this person doesn't know themselves and this person has not been doing the work with themselves to heal on emotional levels and you know overcome certain traumas, then this is what you're taking into your vagus system, vagus nerve system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is what's this is what's gonna begin. To you're going to begin to go ahead and have thoughts that are not even yours. You're going to have emotions running through your bodies that are not even yours. They come from this other person. Yep, that part right there. Yep. And if you don't know the person and you haven't built a strong relationship with this person and you haven't done the work, you can be having sex with somebody that's angry and that's upset that has a great level of low self-esteem, insecurities. So you're not just having sex with the person's body. You're having sex with the entire person's consciousness. Yeah. yeah. They're full on essence. And we're all grown folks here. And like, we're going to disclose things tonight, guys. And I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> like, <laughs> I I had this experience. I was physically- Of course, yeah. we all Same. I, I was physically intimate with someone that I was unaware of had um, a severe drug addiction. Right. I I did not know. This person was literally in a detox program several days before we got together. And when I tell you after I was intimate with this person, I was literally bed bound for for almost a week and a half. Sick. I was having headaches. I was, I couldn't keep anything down. I... I thought he did give me something, but it was his energy. Yeah. It was his energy. And yeah. he, he was detoxing. He was still in the process. Cause you know, the detox program, you're, you're detoxing for up to six weeks. Yeah. Even He's after purging. your discharge. Yeah. Even yeah. after your discharge from the program, you're still, you're still going detoxing. Yeah. yeah. And I had no freaking clue. He didn't tell me anything until after the fact. And I was like, no wonder. And yeah. I think it was that specific experience that let me know that this is real. The energy exchange is real. Okay. Um, It's not just new age. It's not just spiritual hoopla guys. I'm telling you for personal experience, this happened to me. And that's when I had to like really pump the brakes and like really be mindful of who I'm with, you know what I mean? And how important that really is. So yes, uh, that is absolutely true. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how most people are really not aware of this aspect and um, how much it can take its toll for those that are like below the veil of consciousness, for sure. It, it's serious. It's really yeah. serious. You really got to ask yourself too, after you're intimate with somebody, how are you feeling after? Because I had a similar experience, Chas, where I had an ex-boyfriend that was taking um, steroids and ecstasy like every day. And I had no fucking clue because clearly if he's taking it every day, this is the personality that I get. So I'm thinking this is this person in the way that he normally is. And we would be intimate and it would be like 
I would be like, oh my God, like, why does this feel so different, but like good at the same time, but so different. Like, I feel like I'm high, but I'm not high. Like, what the fuck is going on? So confusing because I'm like, I feel like I am fucking high out of my mind, like flying. And I'm like, I'm fucking sober. Like, what the hell is going on? Yo, it was, it was nuts because I just remember, like, I would be going through these periods, guys, where I was just like feeling a sort of bipolar energy you know there would be Mm -hmm. that manic stage where I'm just like happy go lucky and then I would just fall into this deep oblivion yeah for me it was anger I would be it would be like the next day he'd be gone I'd be here and I'd be like angry and frustrated and almost like fucking roid roid rage no fucking lie and I would be sitting there wondering like I was doing so well and feeling so good what the fuck happened to me and it's like I really implore you guys everybody who's listening think about the sexual partners that you have had that in the relationships that weren't the healthiest and how you felt after you've been intimate with these people because a lot of times without even thinking we're taking all this energy from other people and thinking that you know this funk that we're in is us and it's not necessarily us, it's the energy that we're taking from people. Mm-hmm. And that it, it, that shit is real. It's absolutely real. And I mean, I'm sure you can remember if you think back to time, and, and it's not just obviously with, you know, with having sex. I mean, literally a kiss. If you can remember a time when, you know, right before you kiss someone, you have all of this energy, chemistry buildup, right? And it's almost like it takes your breath away before that first initial kiss. Because even in a kiss, you download and, and you get uploaded with the other person's entire consciousness. And you almost, you it is like a high. And the reason it's like a high is because this this energy is very potent and very powerful. It's like a drug. And this is why you have an addiction to sex and addiction through and then it's perpetuated furthermore through the porn industry. It is. It is. You know, and and it's an overstimulation. It's a it's a huge overstimulation of, of, of your sexual organs. But you never see in the porn industry the act that 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 happens before you actually become intimate like that and, and exchange that energy. They don't show the foreplay. They don't show the romance. They don't show the intimacy. They don't show the massages that that go for hours if need be. Right? That they, they don't because your body is very sensitive in all parts of your body all your your whole body sensitive especially a woman and so for a man he's never actually even entertaining the idea of feeling arousal through just touching of the body and the kissing and the taking your time and allowing the energy to flow through your body you know through all of your different parts of your body they're only usually targeted towards the penis Mm -hmm. so it becomes an overstimulation 
And when you have such an overstimulation, it actually deprives you from being intimate with the partner. Exactly. See, and this is why I'm so excited that you're on talking about this, because we're getting the divine masculine perspective on this. I mean, like, again, it's it's energy. We have qualities of both. But as, you know, a male and having the male experience of this process is, I think it's not touched on enough, honestly speaking. And this is just from me talking to my male friends and mm-hmm. like relatives. I find that there is, you know, a lot of trauma in the sense of shame with oh. the mask. You know what I'm saying? That keyword right there. When it comes to expressing yourself from a sexual level, you Mm -hmm. know, and I think when it comes to the porn, I feel that a lot of times for the masculine, because let's face it, you know, most of the industry is the consumers are male, right? There's, there's women too. Don't get me wrong. It goes both ways, but predominantly men are very, you know, uh, susceptible addicted. to becoming addicted, addicted, addicted to porn. Okay. So it's very, it's, it's, it comes with the territory. There's like puberty, porn goes hand in hand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like as, the anticipation they've been waiting for it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not one young boy that was not introduced to puberty through something pornographic. Let's, let's just be real here. You know what I mean? And yeah as you know they continue that conditioning it's they at that point feel that this is their only outlet in which to express themselves sexually through porn and this is deliberate this is done deliberate i believe that because, i do um, the media because you see it everywhere right but yeah. you, mm-hmm. what you don't see or what they don't talk about is these ancient temples that you know you, you would see statues that they basically have pornographic scenes, right? Mm-hmm. But these are ancient temples. And, and you know, temples go hand in hand with spirituality. And right. so they're not speaking of it from that perspective. Because you would have people travel to these temples. You would have um, couples and also men and women go to these temples to be taught and to learn you know oh, yeah. the mysteries the mysteries of tantra and in, Hindu- and- in hinduism it's yes. a way of life yeah, you go to you go to india it's out there and it's not in a pornographic way it's 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 a more in in a life essence way because in an energetic sacred. way in a, in a religious way even if you will because yeah that that was always the the truest foundation in essence like you said and um i think it was just over time with porn and then also you know just to call There's a spade a spade religion the indoctrinated yeah. mindset and conditioning from organized religion that also adds to the shame yeah Absolutely. I feel like that's probably one of the biggest places of oh, shame yeah. especially when you're a kid and you're growing up in a household and it's like a religious household. Oh my God. It. Your parents catch you masturbating and what? you're the devil yeah. and you're going to hell and it's all the shame. And then it's like you end up being an adult who's not even comfortable with being intimate or watching porn or doing anything that's sexual because, you know, you have your parent in the back of your head telling you that you're going to hell. Meanwhile, it's like, no, <laughs> this is natural. This is sacred. This is something that 
you're supposed it's being to suppressed. It's, yeah, it's being hidden. Yeah. It's being and put it, away and, and it's being hidden. Yeah, I remember acting with you. Guys, I remember asking about the birds and the bees when I was little. And this is exactly what happened to me. I got smacked in the mouth. Mira, no se freca. And that was it. <laughs> that sounds like my mother. Basically, off, like, I was like, don't, don't get on. fresh. Don't talk about fresh things. That, <laughs> yeah. That's what I said in Spanish, guys, for those who yeah, don't the understand. Smacked in the face the part after. It's perfect. perfect. But you know, you know, this energy is still going to play out, of course, right? Because. Yeah. Because it's inside of you, it's 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 bubbling up, it's building yeah. up, and it's almost it has its own consciousness. And so yeah. it wants to be um, experienced. It wants to have its own place where it feels safe to do what it wants to do. And this is why we tend to go ahead and sneak out and and, and do these things and you know in secrecy, mm-hmm. right? But that's because we're not being given the platform. We're not being given the wisdom behind it. There is healing. There is activation in sex, in spiritual sex. And that's what's becoming resurrected now. That's what's coming back. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, the divine feminine has been suppressed. She has been covered. She has been hidden from this whole um storyline which is why you know i also spoke about you know the father the son the holy spirit but there's no woman meanwhile she's the one with the with the magnetic force right yeah she's the one that that's pulling this energy in she's the one that is receiving this energy but she's not receiving it from a healthy masculine perspective yeah. And so she's basically just, you know, she's almost like this, 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 this dumpster where all of this junk is being um, put into. And, sh- and here she is holding this in. And this is how you get sick. This is where diseases come from. It's not just the, the, the physical aspects of it. It's the spiritual and energetics that gets stored in your body that you don't know about. You don't know why you have it. And you think it's you and you identify it as yourself. And here you go growing up and then you just, you you just spread that out into the world. And so this is why I like this episode because it just brings up the conversation because I think that's, what's important. It is. To begin to, yeah. begin to talk about, have this dialogue. To, yeah. You know, take a deep dive into what this means because for men, there's a lot of shame. There's a lot of guilt. You know, um, when it comes to Tantra, you tell a man, hey, when you're ejaculating, that's really not the best thing for you to do. You want to, you know, not ejaculate. You want to have retention so that way you can build that energy up and and use it in different ways. And you tell the average male this, and they're going to laugh at you. They're not trying to hear that. You're crazy. Yeah. They're going to be like, what do you mean? I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this off. Right. Yeah. But it's not about getting it off. It's about keeping it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to go back to what you said too. It. Yeah. About, um, you know, with, a, with, the feminine and us keeping that energy inside, you know, and really, really thinking about 
you know, when you're sharing that energy and taking that energy in from, you know, someone who isn't divine masculine, someone who's in their toxic masculinity, or maybe even a male who's in his toxic femininity, you know, because yeah. it can be that way too, because oh, you yeah. get a reflection of you. Most definitely. You know, when this is the t- energy that you're taking in and, you know, you really need to think about it. You are, you have the power of creation. So you're taking all of this energy in your body. You're storing it in all of these places. It isn't good energy. You know, it's, it's, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're feeling like shit basically. And this is the energy that you're using to create your life and manifest the things that are around you and live the life basically that you're living. And you're not even realizing that this exchange of energy that you're having with people is contributing to the things that are happening in your life and the day-to-day as well. And I feel like that's like, whoa, like mind blown, like, wow. Yeah. And it's, it's also adding to it too. Think about this. You're already healing from your own traumas, from your own um, core wounds and things of that nature. And then when you're dealing with someone else who is in their toxic masculine and, and feminine, maybe both at the time, you're just piling that on and it's external. So now mm-hmm. you're dealing with the external and the internal of that. And it's just an energetic shit show. And I, I'm speaking for, <laughs> I'm just speaking for personal experience, y'all. Like yeah. it's serious. Okay. Like I went through that and it felt honestly horrible. like I was losing my mind. Like I, my body, horrible. my Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like the whole trifecta was just shot. I was a mess. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Because, you know, and then you have, you have, it's almost, it's possession, right? You become possessed uh, by this other being's energy. Yeah. But this other being doesn't have any intimate connection to you. And so they're off, right? Mm-hmm. And for a woman that, you know, um, that is something that's very emotional, right? That is something that's very important. That's how they feel connection is, is once you have that, once you, you know, have that energy exchange with a woman, she's connected to you. You're tethered. You have a soul tie now. Mm-hmm. And, and And what happens is, it's furthermore than just the things that you take in. There's also an energetic cord now attaching both of you that this person doesn't have to be around you anymore, but can be on the other side of the, of the country going through more of the negative, you know, shit show aspects of their life. And because you're still tethered, this is like a wormhole. This is like a conduit for that same energetic to affect you. And this is the 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 other aspect of, of of sacred energy exchange that is not being touched on is not the fact all. that yep. we can have uh, sex and then we go ahead and go our separate ways. And I could just be thinking about certain things, going through certain situations. Um, my own shadow work and you're going to end up feeling a portion of that. Yeah. Yeah. You yes. see? And so when you're not doing, so this is why it's so important. These things are not talked about and it's so complex. 
So this is why it's so important to know who you are dealing with, because then you'll know um, once you're dealing with someone that is actually doing the work on themselves and is actually on a trajectory of healing all of these things that are with them inside of them through their lineage, because it's also epigenetically passed down to you in your DNA because of all of the raping and the pillaging of villages and cultures and um colonization that that has happened in history all of that trauma is being stored inside of the dna and is just getting passed down from generation to generation and so all of those things keep popping up you know in in different ways through these cords that are attached to you with these other individuals and so that's why Tantra is so important. Once you start learning about it, once you start digging deep into it, you, you begin to then properly practice it. You become very intentional with it because your thoughts have a big, play a big role in Tantra. You're, the way that you think when you're with someone and you're having that sacred energy exchange, you're supposed to be speaking life into them, right? You're supposed to be, it's almost like, like I said, it's a ceremony. It's a mantra that you're, you're speaking into them because you have the power of healing, not just with your body, but with your tongue and the words that you say and the thoughts that you vibrate, the frequency that you are on. And so you're able to then heal even your soul ties that you've been connected to once you start practicing the solo tantra. Because you're working on yourself and you're working with all of these different emotions and all of these different uh, feelings. And you're working on the forgiveness of the shame, forgiveness of the, of, the, of the guilt and all of these things. Once you start working on yourself, you're also healing all of those beings that you've been attached to which is another aspect of why Tantra is so powerful and so important because this energy can be used for so many different things. You know, you're really a super powerful being, you know, the um, sexual energy is the most powerful energy on the planet. Literally. It is. It really Mm -hmm. is. And that's why Millie, I know you mentioned about sex magic and the ritualistic aspect of it is another huge part. And right when you think of sexual alchemy, for some reason, it's like, do I put a sexual spell on someone when I do sex magic? And it's yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. you do. Yes, <laughs> a little bit, yes, basically. You know, it's part. You it's really part do. of it. It's def. It's definitely part of it. Yeah, and and I think that's another part of the the fear or or the I think, you know, I, and I'm saying this from personal experience and just from friends of mine that had practiced sex magic in the past, I think it's more of the concept of power exchange or having a power over someone. And I think it's removing that ideology. It's not so much having a power over someone. It's having the power within yourself and harnessing that. And I'm glad, Miguel, that you're really emphasizing on what that is, because that's what it is. It's harnessing that, whether you're practicing within yourself or with a partner, mm-hmm. it's harnessing it. It's not, it's not trying to have a power over someone. I mean, mm-hmm. if you 
I mean, if you want to go that route, you could, but yeah. it doesn't work. But, it, but you you're missing the point. And, yeah, but, and it doesn't work out when you do that because when it comes to sex magic and love spells and all of that thing okay all of those things yes you will have someone who is with you and you'll have sort of the relationship that you want but that person will always feel a need to get away from you and not know why they are with you and there will always be that thing that is pulling them away from you because it's not natural and it's forced and that is felt energetically and they will continue to try to get away from you. So that's not, it's people think of it in a way where it's like, yeah, I want this person to be obsessed with me, but it's like, do you really understand what it means to have someone who is obsessed with you and how unhealthy and scary that actually fucking is? Yeah, that is possession. And it's basically intruding on your own sovereignty and the sovereignty of another being absolutely yep um and 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 sovereignty sovereignty goes hand in hand with spirituality and sex goes hand in hand with spirituality and so when you begin to uh, tie those together and see the relationship between them you can see how Sovereignty can become compromised through sexuality. Oh yeah, because um, because it's it's basically uh, being lord master over another being. So you're basically um, in control of their own free will at this point. You know, you're disempowering them. And in disempowering them, you also block yourself from ascension. Right. Which is also goes hand in hand with sovereignty. And sovereignty is the goal. Absolutely. You know, and so if if this and this is the trick that's being played here because it's about your sovereignty. Yep. Right? It's about you having the power to not have to be codependent on anything or anyone because you have the power to sustain yourself energetically and so resourcefully as well and so this is why it's important so uh, sex is being used like a drug it's like it gets you high it's a drug right but drugs if you think about it drugs they tell us medicines are in the drugstore right mm-hmm. so sex is healing as well so it's a medicine but it's being used like the wrong type of drug because of the misuse of it you know i i like to tie it together with plant spirit medicine because plant spirit medicine is a medicine but if it's abused it becomes a drug that you become addicted to like beings that feel the need to constantly sit with certain plant spirit medicines Mm-hmm. over and over without integrating because now they are just caught up in 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 the stimulus the overstimulation of things right and so you never really truly get to build that proper relationship with the medicine and mm-hmm. when you miss out on the med- on the medicinal aspects of plant spirit medicine or sacred energy exchange then you miss out on the actual spiritual technology that's available to you for your ascension 
because yeah. these, these different aspects are here to assist you. They're here for your benefit. So this is just a huge power. And because we don't have a refined sense of judgment and discernment over what this is due to the lack of, of teachings and, and guidance, you know, we're, we're basically being plunged into an oblivion, like Chas mentioned before, you know, and, and so this is what we're dealing with today on a grand scale. This is what we're, this is what we're actually dealing with. Is a so battle true. for your sovereignty. Is a battle for your for your own power. It's being harvested. You know, you have you're being energetically drained, yeah. spiritually drained of your energy. And also, if you're scared and you just become celibate, then you're hiding and hoarding your own energy and not using it properly to heal yourself and elevate yourself to newer levels of consciousness and awareness, right? This is how you're able to access psychic abilities. This is how you're able to like turn on all of these different dormant aspects of your brain that are just dormant, right? When you start to stimulate these dormant aspects of your brain with your own sexual power and energy and life force, now you're able to really manifest. You're able to really have access to multiple dimensions, multiple realities, multiple experience, like a vast amount of experiences that we're basically being um, blocked from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and so, and also there's just beings that love to harvest this energy because they have their own agendas. Yeah. The energetic really? vampire. Yeah, yeah, that's a real thing, right? Because oh, yeah. this is, they have become addicted to it. So this is how they live. This is how they feed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, so it's it's true. it's it's in the eyes, it's the way that people look at you, it's in the intentions. Yeah. You know, and so this is why shields up. Shields gotta begin to start getting activated and shields gotta be up because this is spiritual warfare that we're in. It so is. how would um for someone let's say someone who's celibate how would they begin like what can they do to start to make that shift well um one of the good things is to move the energy right so so always right there's 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 swimming there's dancing there's yoga mm -hmm. you know there's 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 physical activities um that you can sacral chakra. begin with moving those hips because there's power in those hips the energy is locked in those hips it gets trapped in the it, it can either move in those hips or it can get locked and trapped in those hips mm -hmm. and so and and once that begins to happen it's natural for her to stimulate parts of herself that are going to be like okay well I, what is this this feels good right this is amazing right. i feel euphoria i'm activating mm -hmm. euphoria and so that'll show her automatically the natural course of sexual energy and how normal it is and how good it actually is and this is why it's used the way it's used um you, you go to the strip club and they're you they're moving their bodies right 
because this is where the energy and the power, you know, when women's hips begin to shake and rock back and forth, the world is moved. Right. I like that. You know, the world. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and again, and again, guys, this is science. It's, it's, it's scientifically it proven that when you move, movement, you know, meditation, movement, any type of movement exercise, you know, um, it releases endorphins yeah. into your body. And when you're in or in an orgasm or in an orgasmic energy, that is endorphins, guys. Mm-hmm. It's chemical as well as physical, emotional, and it's it's the full embodiment, but it, it is chemically endorphins. The same movement energy that you get with dancing, like you said, Miguel, doing Tai Chi or Qigong or any of those practices. Mm-hmm. It's much more fun. I mean, it's yeah. fun. It's, it's, it it's is. A, it's a great experience to have, right? Because are you are we going to continue to just repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat the same old Mm-hmm. routine of okay i'm having sex with this person and okay now i'm not interested in this person let me just go on to the next person i'm not i'm having sex with this person i'm not interested anymore in this person and you just like you're just building up serious karmatic debt yeah at this right. point in yeah. your body and i say hell no that's not what i'm looking <laughs> for i refuse to have that fucking life <laughs> that's exactly right and you know Speaking as someone who went through my face, I did go through my celibate uh, phase for almost three years. I did after honestly a traumatic experience intimately. And it was during that time, like you said, that I started researching and learning more about other outlets in which to express this aspect of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I started, you know, this is when I delve into the Reiki. This is when I delve into uh, chakra work. When I mm-hmm. delved into um, deep meditation, there was phases, man. I was in meditation for hours. Like at night, oh, it was man. just, I was just like up in the ethers. I was, you know, and that was my way of kind of peeling those layers. You know, that this was my I talk about this, you know, the unraveling. This was my unraveling with it. And I think and I'm going to say this, guys, and I'm sure y'all agree with me with this. Um, what's not touched on enough with this as well is that people don't get real about their intention with this. People say, I want, <laughs> I, 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 people say, you know, I, I want to learn about sacred sexuality. I want to learn about intimacy. I want to learn about Tantra. But then at the end of the day, there are th- the intention behind it is not pure. You know what I mean? It's not it's not the essence of what it is. Like what you said, Millie, when we talked about love spells and sex magic and, uh, you know, trying to take ownership over a person or even people just want the accolade. Oh, I know, I know Tantra. This is something Mm -hmm. I can brag about. This is something a little notch under Mm -hmm. my little spiritual tool belt Mm -hmm. that I can use, you know, and it's to me, I think that is something that I noticed um, throughout the community that, is lacking people getting real with themselves about their intention. So for those that are, you know, starting out with this, whether you're going through a celibate phase, going through a self phase with it, or you're practicing, want to start with a part, with your partner, I think it's just getting really honest with your intention with this. Mm-hmm. And if it's from a pure, you know, honest, like good, positive intention with it. 
if you're not quite there yet, and let's, you know, it's okay. You know, we're it not be. It's, we're, it's, everybody's in a different place in their journey. And it no, that's, that's how it is. Nothing's wrong with that. But yeah. it's if mm-hmm. you're not in a place where there's, you know, pure intentions with this, then take more time to connect with self, you know, work on your healing and learning more about yourself in that aspect. But that's what I'm saying. Like when you dive into this work with sacred sexuality, intimacy, guys, that's what this is about. And when you get into the intimacy part, this is the part where everybody starts, uh, this is getting a little too deep for me. Now we're talking about vulnerability. Now we're talking about sexual hangups. Now we're talking about all this stuff that freaks people the hell out that they just want to run. Okay. Because it's all tied together. It's all yep. connected. Um, like I mentioned with the sovereignty, mm-hmm. spirituality, mm-hmm. and sex, all of these things are tied together. So once you begin to pull on one of those strings, it's going to lead you to the next one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, it's down the rabbit hole I go because being interested in sex I found out about Tantra. I find out about spirituality. I find out about my own sovereignty. Oh, shit. Yep. My favorite kind of rabbit holes. This whole thing thing is connected to one another. And so this is why people run away because um, we're all at different levels. We're all in different places with this. And so it's like we have to start where we are. Obviously, this is why these conversations are yeah. so important because we have to start to have these dialogues to bring these narratives into the yeah. awareness of the collective in the same way that they bring the the dark aspects of sexuality to the public yeah and that's what we're here so, for you know we want to share that awareness um uh, but if you guys would please i would like to shift the conversation lightly and talk about some of the nicer aspects of tantra yeah. um, <laughs> so go. miguel i wanted to ask you know within your union where does mm-hmm. tantra come into play and how has it helped shape your union if it has at all Ooh, well you know it started you know individually with ourselves obviously um tapping into what tantra is and learning about it once you begin, once I began to uh, research it and, and, and do my best to learn how to work with it and the manifesting powers of Tantra, I began to tell myself, well, you know, the regular sex is cool, but it's really not what my soul is asking for at this point. And so once that began to happen, my, I, my vibration shifted and my frequency shifted in such a way that now I'm attracting that into my life. I'm calling that into my life. I'm wanting to experience that because other partners that I wanted to experience it with would just not, it wouldn't resonate with them because it was just so taboo. Mm -hmm. And so once I began to just stick to my desires of wanting to practice Tantra and eventually have a tantric partner, that's when the universe began to pay attention to my intentions and it brought 
that being into my field. Like a tracks like. And, and in the same way, she was doing the same thing on her end. Mm-hmm. She was going through the same things on her end, right? And so that's how it even was able to come to, to, to this point where then we could take the next steps, right? Obviously, how do we do it together? How do we practice this together? Um, so this this is where we are because again, I'm not a, a master expert on on tantra, but I am someone who consciously researches and practices what I can with it and start where I'm at. Because you know, to say that I'm a super master, I would just I would just not be. It's not an honest statement for me at this point. Is it somewhere that I aspire to reach? Of course, because I know what my path is and where I want to go. And it's in alignment with what she wants as well. And so obviously, you know, we're working on it individually and also taking the time to come together as much as we can to go ahead and experiment with what that is. And it's a beautiful process. It's a journey at the same time. So it's 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 about being on that same frequency, right? And then your your intentions are intertwined. And then you know you begin to to heal. You go through a healing process. You go through a refinement process. And it's a you know it's it's however long it takes for it to reach, you know, its pinnacle. And so for me, it's a beautiful process. Because, you know, now we're having different conversations where we're having different experiences that we've had, that we've never had in decades, right? Mm-hmm. We've, it's, yeah. o- it's only now at this age that it's taken so serious and it's at the forefront um, of, of what we do because it's tied into all the other practices that we partake in spiritually and right. sovereignty. You know, and sexuality, and and all, and it's just a beautiful new paradigm shift for us, and so it just allows for different experiences to come into the field now. Now it's not the same old rinse and repeat routine. It's not like the like the the wheel, the 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 rat on the wheel, right? Hamster wheel effect. You're now actually growing and expanding because this energy is being brought in and it's being moved. And it's now expanding our consciousness, our awareness, our psychic abilities, you know, our futures are basically shifting in in astronomical ways. Now we're able to like, like have an intention and harness both of our energies. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, now you don't just have one being, you know. Uh, focused on a certain intention. Now you have two beings that are consciously focusing intentionally and the manifestation happens a lot faster. You see, mm-hmm. so this is this is this is where we are. You know, and this and again it's it, it's practice, it's patience, you know, you have to um work on it because of where where we come from right we're here in the u.s where this is you know what it is and so we're coming from this darkness 
into the light. Mm-hmm. And that's what's beautiful about it. The beautiful aspect about it is that we can be in the dark and come out into the light, you know, right. step by step, you know, because, you know, you can't have one without the other. So, I mean, there's uh, so many more beautiful um, aspects of Tantra. You know, the more deeper that you begin to dig and you see what they were teaching, how the goddesses and the priestesses were actually teaching this in ancient times. Um, it's what gives you the, the power to, to, to travel between dimensions. Like you become a superhero, you become superpowered. Yeah. And now you're now you're really able to get to know who you really are at this point. Like such a level of intimacy and vulnerability and connection. And it's like, you know, you yourself are this powerful being. And then here comes this person who is a reflection of you Man. on the same level as you. And it's like you just become, you know, you are your power powerful being. She is her powerful being. And together you create like this third entity of power that is just like uh, it's amazing like i can't even describe it in words right it's, it's just it's, so beautiful it's, it is it, yeah that's the perfect word to use for it it's beautiful because i mean it's such a beautiful journey right it's it's a it's what we all desire deep down mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day you know we desire to be fully seen we desire yes. to be fully seen oh yeah for who we are and we also desire to be lords and masters over ourselves you know to be empowered to be able to do the things that we want to do when we want to do them with whom we want to do them with in a respectable and healthy level because this is a responsibility of power. This is great power. This is, this is God is God power. Mm-hmm. And owning that. And, I, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm so glad that you talked about that because honestly speaking, I think a big factor is having that point of no return when you finally are honest like you mentioned you were like I want something deep I want something meaningful I think the moment that set the the ball rolling that set the momentum and and I you know what I mean yeah and I know for me one of the what came along with that was like you said you know you start one unraveling right you you pull out Mm -hmm. one string and the other one comes and I and I had seen this a lot with my peers and my clients uh, once they became honest, the issue, the hurdle after that was deservability. Oof. Do I do I deserve this intimacy, right? And I think that is that was a big one for me. Okay, that was mm-hmm. a that was a big hurdle because I became aware of my intention. Right, that was the first step. I was like, I want something deep. I want something meaningful. I don't want to continue to have these intimate, you know, experiences with toxic energies anymore. I don't want to, I'm not about it anymore. I can't do it. It's depleting me. It's taking away from my essence and my, what I I want to have. Um, It dims your light. Yeah. It dims your light. You know, 
And then it was just the process of working through the deservability, because I think for me, it was just like, is this something that is even attainable? Because so many people don't realize that it is. Guys, it's attainable. You can achieve this. And I think it's getting into the mindset. I deserve this. I deserve someone who wants to equally be intimate with me, equally connect and respect my journey and and my uh, intentions with connecting as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, what's this- beautiful, it's, it's beautiful. What's beautiful about this is when you reach those levels and you get to those places where you're, where you're healing because of your intentions and your work that you're putting in, you know, you can get to a place where you have such a profound connection and love for a person that you would not impede on their sovereignty you realize and you come to the place of realization that, oh my God, I wouldn't want somebody impeding on my sovereignty. So I'm not going to impede on their sovereignty. You figure out what your life purposes are, what your missions are, and why you were even brought together to begin with. And then like things just start opening up for you. You know, there's an unknown on the other side of that wall. There's a whole new paradigm. There's a whole new world waiting for everyone who chooses to do the work, you know, which is far beyond what you can even imagine from this other side of the wall. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. A reminder for everyone, you are divine energy. Yeah. Abundance is your birthright love real love is also your birthright all of these things are attainable for everyone not just some people everyone as long as you do the work yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful um and feeling safe and feeling safe enough to express it that's another part like people just don't want to talk to their partners it's crazy no communication it's crazy how they could be with somebody and intimate physically with these people for years and not know jack about them and not know truly what (laughs) what their needs are on on a emotional physical spiritual level because they don't have this conversation it's so imperative and And people just don't want to go there it's yeah yeah, because that's the work and and like i said the work cannot do you you have to do the work and this is just part of the work that we get to do. This is the opportunities that we have in this lifetime, especially now where things are quantum leaping and happening so fast. And we have so much Ooh, access to yes. information now. Now this that we is have the time. Access, this is the time now. right now. Yes. Now is the time for you to take these quantum leaps because everything is available now. Yeah. You think about it, you, you, you can bring it to you immediately it's not like back in the days that you had to travel for i don't know how long yeah. you know or high to on, escape be persecution on mm-hmm. be on horseback on your way to a temple you know <laughs> pray <laughs> for your survival just to yeah. get there just to, you know it's now we have basically scaled when it comes to traveling and information and how we're able to get it and how fast we can receive it so as fast as it's coming in, we have to be very mindful and intentional on, on what we want and what we want to do because 
if 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 we don't, if we're not sensitive, we're not balanced, and we're not anchored in with that clarity, we're going to manifest what your consciousness is 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 aware of. So if you're yeah. not being in control of your thoughts and your intentions, that's that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to rock you back and forth. And so right now, that's why it's important to have these conversations. This dialogue is super important because so much is at stake right now. Yeah. Everything is at stake. Mm-hmm. And this is how you can loop and reincarnate back into the, this whole thing again yeah. and start from scratch again. It's like you get left back have. to school. I'm not yeah. trying to I'm not trying to do that unless I choose to, okay? Like Yeah, so no, no force loops on this side. <laughs> no way. You know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, when we talk about generational curses, I know that also came up, I believe, last episode when we talked about working through that. And I, you know, doing uh my work with sacred sexuality, I realized that there was a deep systematic uh ideology attached with the women particularly the divine feminine and my ancestors where Mm -hmm. sexuality was a duty it was a Mm -hmm. means to an end it wasn't for the purpose of intimacy so that was passed yeah and that went on from generation to generation that's all it is for us so that sort of thing was just like when I, I told you, when I asked for the birds and bees conversation, you know, I was immediately shut down because that's not what it's for. It's not for you to know about it. It's just for you to do when the time is right. It's a means to an end. It's a duty as a wife. And it is what it All is. All the wrong ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, that's and the that's same how, thing I was raised on. So. Right. And that, that was beaten into my head. That was beaten into my head till I was a grown adult. And there was so much systematic shame and then i realized that it wasn't just systematic it was generational shame that was passed on Mm -hmm. from generation to generation generation and that's where that's where i landed and i'm like here i am and then i realized this was the biggest lie it's not that's not what it's about it never was no sacred sexual energy spiritual sacred uh energy is true liberation Mm -hmm. it's 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 true freedom you know, once you harness it and learn it and experience it for what it is, it's how you activate your ascension. You know, um, there's many teachings on this that we can go into, but I will say that, you know, when two beings come together and they're able to go ahead and create that circuit, that sacred circuit of energy flow and exchange, you unlock the cosmos you unlock access to all dimensions and realms across all times and so this is you know the secret to kundalini Mm -hmm. these are the secrets because once you have that you don't need to be a servant and you don't need to be oppressed you don't need to be underneath any other being because that's when you really truly reach your multi-dimensional sovereign self mm-hmm. not just on the physical realm but on all realms yeah yeah i just want to touch back too on what chas was saying you know that's why it is also so important for us to elevate our ancestors mm-hmm. and work on a lot of the things through our lineage because 
as we elevate our ancestors, we're clearing a lot of the blockages that we're carrying in this life because, you know, a lot of times we don't realize that in the trauma and in the things that our ancestors went through, all of that stuff, like Miguel said, is in our DNA. We are born with these blockages. And unless we're doing the work to also heal them, because also, you know, by healing yourself, you're also healing your lineage, healing your ancestors. If you don't do the work, you're going to keep those blockages and you're not going to be able to manifest and obtain the things and abundance in the forms that you're looking to gain it because these blockages are still there. You know, and for a lot of us, especially for those who have a lot of things going on within their lineage when it comes to sexuality, you know, Tantra is very important because you are able to heal, like Miguel said, so many things within you, within your lineage, within your ancestors, that in healing these things, you're literally changing the demographic and the life and all of the possibilities that those after you are going to be able to have. And that is just so fucking powerful. Yeah. Oof, because- that's a that's a perfect closure right there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. Because we're no longer a soul that's fragmented. Now we're, we're whole. We're whole. Yeah. And okay. fuck, isn't that we, what we all want to be? That's whole? what we want. Absolutely. Like, harmony. Yeah. That makes me think of seven. <laughs> yes. Life. Life. Yes. And Oof. that's exactly the goal is to yeah. be whole, whole within yourself. And when you're whole within yourself, guess what? Like you said, Miguel, you're going to attract someone who's equally in that vibration, equally in that mindset and intention. And you know, when that happens, man, it's like, woo, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm blessed to have found my counterpart and be able to connect in that way. And it's just, it always feels fresh and new every time because it's like, there's more to be discovered every day, like about each other. So yeah, it's just definitely. it's just amazing. And I and I just want to finish by saying, guys, like, don't be afraid to have this conversation. If you're partnered up, don't be afraid to talk about this. It's so important. And even if you want to talk about it for yourself, you know, and you don't feel like you have that outlet or a person that you can trust, you know, seek out a professional, seek us out. You know what I mean? So with that being said, <laughs> Miguel, how be can... mindful of your intentions. Yes. Intentions, uh, intentions are key. <laughs> always, always, guys, always. So Miguel, how could we find you? And what do you have coming up that the Oof. audience could look into? Oh, well, um, I'm on Facebook, uh, Miguel Gonzalez. Um, my Instagram is soul underscore royalty. Um that is where you can find me right now. And I actually have a podcast coming up on Wednesday where I will be sitting with my partner talking about all of these different things and aspects of relationship, money, sovereignty, sexuality, uh, divine feminine, divine masculine. So that sounds exciting. And I'm sure uh, everyone that's listening is definitely going to look you up and tune in because again, I, know I am. I am too. I'm like, I'm like there. I'm like, you know, writing that in my memo right now. Girl, wait until you hear his partner speak because it's like, I attended something that she did. I think it was last week, maybe, or the week before. 
Mm-hmm. And in sitting with her and having conversations with her, and she was talking about imposter syndrome. Mm. And they had asked a question that was like, you know, when did you realize that you weren't safe with your parents? And I was there and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, fuck, when did I realize that? Because I feel like I never felt safe. And I'm sitting, <laughs> yeah, yo, I'm sitting and I'm listening and they're talking. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I was born at seven months. I was never held by my mother. I was thrown straight into an incubator. I was in that incubator for two months of my life where I got essentially no human connection other than machines. Of course, I never fucking felt like I fit in or never felt safe. I literally had no human contact for the first two months of my life. Mm-hmm. And it was in listening to her and in hearing her conversation that I made that connection and I was just like, yo, I, I would have never even fucking thought of this. And I was just like, yo, like you just opened my eyes to me witnessing my life instead yeah, of it happening to me. Powerful, 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 powerful conversations. Um, and again, you can see why, right? You can find us in the same place, right? Yep, like definitely. doing the things that we do. Because once you begin to do your own um work right so and that's when you'll begin to call in your soul partner you know and and listen for everyone is different and it's 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 a it's a divine agreements that have been made because it goes much deeper it just continues to go deeper you know, it becomes more profound. The more you get to know yourself, the once you realize your purpose and what you're here to do, then you begin to do those things and work on getting to a place where you can execute these missions and these contracts. And from there, you open up a whole nother portal to yourself and you become much more intimate with yourself, much more profoundly connected to yourself and all the things because we're all one. And that's when you begin to really connect these dots. And that's why I love, you know, uh, diving into these different topics and working and, and, and ritualizing my life. So that way I can make it so it's like a ceremony because now I'm more conscious of everything that's happening. Everything is more intentional. Everything is much more satisfying, more fulfilling to the soul. Now I'm filling this void that used to just be there. And now you become whole once you fill that void. Mm-hmm. And you now your life changes, right? So, And so that's why, you know, I, I, I love plant spirit medicine. Because we're going to have a whole session on that. Yeah. Like we are going to have a whole we episode and we are going to go in. Because, yeah, this is why it's important. Know. That is so important. <laughs> They're here to assist us. They're our allies, you know, and, and they're here to help us activate all these aspects of ourselves yep. that will allow us to remember. Yep. And, and then remember those parts of ourselves that has been scattered, those soul fragments. Yeah. We'll be able to remember those things into form 
and become self-realized. And you'll begin to affect everyone. It's like it'll spread out like wildfire. It's contagious. This energy and this healing and this um, this journey is contagious. And, yeah. and I'm here and for it. I'm yeah, here for it. It's so beautiful when you see it. Because um, I... I got into this conversation with you the other day, Miguel, where I was just like, yo, I'm having conversations with my friends and my friends are so different and Mm -hmm. like so positive and optimistic. And like one of my friends, he's always like, yeah, you know, this happened to me today and, you know, it kind of sucks, but it's all good because I know there was a reasoning for it. And I know that in the end, things are going to be so different and everything is going to shift and it's going to be beautiful because I feel it. And I'm like, hell yeah, I feel that shit too. And then like, and talking to another friend, you know, she was going to school for nursing and she was unhappy. And then she decided one from one day to the next, yo, fuck this shit. I'm quitting this. I'm going to pursue my passion. Let me tell you, she's doing hair. She's doing makeup. She's unionized. She's doing a damn thing. She just finished fashion week. Listen, she is loving it. And And it's like, yo, I have her best life. Mm -hmm. What? And I have these conversations with them. And I'm talking to them and I'm literally crying because I'm just so fucking happy. And I'm in so much gratitude. Oh my God. And it it feels, it fills my heart. Like with, like I told me, I was like, yo, I'm literally in tears. Like, I'm just so happy for my friends and I'm so happy for the shifts. And like, I'm in so much gratitude and I, and I finally understand what it means when somebody says I'm in gratitude, what that actually feels like. And inside I feel me, I feel me. I feel like mm-hmm. my spirit, who I am, who I'm supposed to be, who I'm trying to be, everything. Like, I feel connected to everything. Like Miguel said, yeah. that oneness. And I'm like, yeah, I, I never knew it was actually so beautiful that there's so much beauty in every single aspect of it and of the journey, right. whether or not you choose to see it in that moment or not. Right. I mean, it's true ecstasy. It's true euphoria. It really is mind-blowing and there's not that many words, right? There's not that many ways to describe this because it's an experience. It's it's a feeling. And certain feelings, there's <laughs> the words in the English language really don't do a service to them. Yep. You know, you have to experience it the same way with plant spirit medicine, the same way with spiritual sacred energy exchange. You have to experience it to know the the vastness of this unconditional love energy yeah that it just surrounds and it envelopes you and you're just everything and everywhere you're omniescence mm-hmm. you're omnipresent you're all these things you realize there's no separation yeah and that's when you're able to really really anchor in your infinite self and that's when death doesn't become death it just becomes a step in your uh ascension you know you really begin to know the truth of spirituality and that's alignment right it's being aligned Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everything you just said, Millie, everything you just expressed, everything you expressed today as well, Miguel, the the whole root of it is alignment. You know, like so many times, like when we talk this way, you know, I'm vibrating high. I'm, I'm, I'm in a space of gratitude. I feel good. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. 
oh, that's toxic positivity. No, y'all, y'all are getting twisted. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between toxic positivity <laughs> and there's a difference between being aligned. What we're talking about <laughs> here, y'all, what we're getting into here is alignment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And because when alignment, alignment, when you're in alignment, you don't, you, there's no trying to force someone to see it your way. No. Right. Because you no. understand where they are. And yep. so- and if you there's ease. hold yourself accountable for your energy. Yes. You know, and this is how you're able to hold space for others. Yep. That goes Holding back to intent, guys. And yep. there's, and there's no faking it. There, it no, it's, you don't have it's, room it's, for that. It's no. not fake. It no. There's no awareness. Pure. There's no time for that. There's no room for that. No. You're no. now completely filled up. You're yeah. faking it when there's voids inside of you that you need to fill. Yeah. You know, and so when you're whole and you're and you feel the harmony, like your God, God is God is activated in you. Yeah. You're in you're operating in God mode at this at this point. And it's beautiful. It's yes. beautiful and you feel genuinely happy. And I don't I think that I never understood what happiness really actually was until I came on this journey and I started to do the work and I started to become more aware because it's like before even riding the train, the thing that I, the things that I would notice were Mm -hmm. all the negative things. And now, you know, with the shift of awareness and the shift of consciousness, I'm sitting on the train and what I'm noticing is beautiful interactions between couples that are making me smile and literally filling my heart like with so much love interactions between like I saw an interaction between a father and a son the other day where they were just guessing the train stops but in their interaction there was so much beauty and you could feel the love that they had for me for each other radiating off of them that I was just like these are the things that I want to be aware of. These are the things that I want to see. And these are the things that I want to attract into my life. Mm -hmm. And as someone who doesn't necessarily have my union yet, although I've recently become aware of a union that I've had many times in many lifetimes, which I think may also, I don't think, which I know is also going to come in this lifetime. You know, I, I welcome you guys to go on this journey with me too and to just go through it with me and i'm i'm very bluntly honest so you know i'm gonna tell you guys the truth and you know chas is in it miguel is in it you know you have all the aspects here with us so like come come along for the ride with us we more than welcome you (laughs) absolutely and yeah and you know and when your senses are heightened guys right and you you guys know this okay that is the point of arousal because your senses mm-hmm. are heightened yeah. and, it, and it's that point of allowing it right and surrendering mm-hmm. to that that very primal nature of arousal is when your senses everything around you you know your sight your hearing your taste everything mm-hmm. and i think Enjoy. it's allowing that moment is being present too it's presence you know the moment yeah being present being in the moment allow allow yourself to be being your beingness (laughs) you know it's a beingness it's complete being you know not trying but being being yourself you know and i i just love i love this episode this episode you know although it was different it still had a lot of elements that were tied in together um because we're we're the point is to look at things with that spiritual eye 
yeah. your first eye, you know, in order for you to be able to see all of the things you notice in the train station, all of the beauty, you know, of these beings are living their life in the moment, right? Being mm-hmm. present in the moment, uh, as opposed to before that you was just seeing the negative aspects, right? We were just focusing with our eyes on negative aspects. But when you start activating all of these different faculties inside of you, you start seeing from a different perspective. And that's when you're present. That's when you're in the moment. And that's the only place that exists. Yeah. That's a reflection of my energy. And and just understanding, just understanding that, that when your senses are heightened, that is a point of arousal. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. That's true. Talk about activation. (laughs) Okay. It's not just sexual arousal that that we feel when we think of arousal, right? We always think about the root. We always think about the cycle. You know what I'm saying? We don't think about these aspects of our daily lives being arousal. Yeah. And that's what Tantra, right? Tantra really, Tantra really, yeah. It activates all of those senses. Like I mentioned, the dormant aspects of your brain become stimulated. Now you have access to points of arousal within your experience that you can't even fathom, yeah. right? You have, to, you have to experience it. You know, there's only so much words can, there's only so far that words can take you. So I invite everyone to take a deep dive into the practices and the ancient mysteries of Tantra, because it's it's part of our spiritual technology and our spiritual repertoire. And it's something that is ours. It's inherited. It's, we deserve it. You know, everyone deserves to experience uh, even a small level of it. You know, we deserve all levels of it and so it's it's accessible now more than ever you know with with the technology and the way the world moves today we have access to the information we have access to the wisdom it's it's already available and so it's a matter of focusing your intention on those things that you really want to experience because they're available you know, so notice what you're noticing out there and paying attention to mm-hmm. because you're feeding yourself and your consciousness. Yeah. And so intention is everything. Like you was mentioning before, Chaz, intention is very important uh, because you're here for a reason. And until you know what that reason is, that you need to be searching and going within to find that reason. Because yeah. this is the most magical time to be on earth. Yeah. And yeah. when you find that reason, things flow with ease. And mm-hmm. it's like you have this drive to just be that you didn't have before and to make life happen for you, not to you. You know, that that victim mindset shifts and life is no longer happening to you. It is mm-hmm. happening for you. Oh, and when you really true. experience true. that shift. Oh, when you really true. realize that and you really know what that means. Yep. Yep. All the snaps. Yep. Yeah, I got all the goosebumps right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Your hairs are like standing, right? It, it's been like that for a minute. And I think yeah. it's because our, our ancestors are here too. They're like, yes. Oh, Girl, my man, ancestors are always here. My ancestors, I always just... see them in a circle around me. And it's like, 
Yes. Whenever I say something or whenever I'm like, yeah, and guys, this is why you need to elevate your ancestors. Like I see them all like, yes, go ahead, girl, continue. And I'm like, I will say it every time. <laughs> <laughs> guys, that has thank to you. be touched on. That is also uh, something oh, yeah. that we can touch on in the future. Oh, we can just, so I, I can tell, we can just. I can easily tie that yeah. into uh, plant spirit medicine because they mm-hmm. are also our ancestors as well. <laughs> and yeah. so there's so many different aspects of that and so i'm just happy to be here i'm happy to be a part of the process of what deep soul awakenings is bringing to the collective at this time is much necessary much needed it's an honor and it's a privilege to be sitting here with two amazing divine feminine women that are embracing and embodying their power yeah and, and I also you. have you to thank. So thank, thank you. you <laughs> thank you for coming here and having this conversation with us and sharing it with our audience. Because again, this was a conversation that has been a long time coming. So yeah. from the bottom of our hearts and to from finally our audience. Guided. Yes. Yeah. Thank we you. appreciate you. Just Happy really. Valentine's. Oh. I know. We're Just really. Valentine's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Really You're quickly, Chaz. Brother, so. <laughs> um, I just wanted to let everybody know also, Chas is going to be posting a bonus episode for everyone. So please, Chas, tell us a little bit about it because I'm very excited. Yes. So I will be posting a sacred sexuality guided meditation. Ooh. So. This is for everyone, whether you're a newbie or you're, you know, been in the game for a while. This is a really good way to connect or reconnect if you haven't done that in a while. And it's it's just to help you to open up to yourself, uh, kind of like, you know, like they describe in the ancient texts, like the lotus, just opening up. Ooh. so that is generally the intention with this uh meditation and um yeah that will be my gift to you all for uh this week i'm gonna check that out yes yeah (laughs) very excited i was like wait we have to tell them (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so that's gonna we're gonna add that on as a bonus to this as well so we're always, you know, giving you guys the goods on on things. So that's that's what yeah, we do here. That's because of the love. Like Absolutely. when we say that we do this with so much love, it is literally with all of the love that is within our spirits. And like we are here to bring awareness and talk about all of the things that you may not know about, that you may be too afraid to talk about just all of the things that are that come along with spirituality to bring that awareness to help you awaken to help you just be a little bit more comfortable being you and gain a little bit more understanding like that is always the goal it is always done with good intention and so much love yeah. Ashe, yes. the whole Ooh. thing yes oh man so oh man, gotta it's get gonna just elevate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day love, guys. <laughs> so yes, this was uh, amazing, guys. Thank you again. I can't stop saying thank you because this was like, <laughs> oh man, this was so freaking needed. Okay, so yes, thank you again, Miguel. This was a pleasure, and we can't wait to have you back. So you know, because you know you're coming back. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll be glad to come back. We got so much work to do, so I look uh, forward yeah. to it. Yeah. And our, pa- our paths are definitely crossed for a reason. Everything is always divinely guided. And, you know, we really, to everybody who's listening, we really, really just want you guys to take care of yourselves and be kind to yourselves and move with the intention of the person that you want to be and the person that you feel you are inside. Yes. Beautiful. And with that being said, guys, this was Deep Soul Awakenings. Until next time, peace. Thanks for listening to this episode and continuing on this journey with us. Be sure to join our growing communities on Facebook and Instagram. We can't wait to have you back with us next week. Thank you for allowing us to be your voice. Until next time, remember to take care and be kind to yourself.